stories reveal the heart of God for sinners, like the triplet of parables found in Luke 15. With the parables of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son, we see God's heart to bring sinners home to Himself. And to demonstrate His great love for sinners, God gave up His Son, Jesus Christ, so that you and I could become His sons and daughters by faith. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study Luke 15. Be it ever so humble, there's no place like, that's right, no place like home. I'm a traveler. I live much of my life on the road, away from home. Let me testify today. Home really is where the heart is. I've gotten more speeding tickets driving towards home, in fact, closer to home than any other place on earth. I'm confessing my sin today. But home is that place that your feet may depart, but your heart never does. Home is family. Home is where you belong. Home is home, and everything else is not. Someone said that home is that place from which when a man departs, he's a wanderer until he returns. I like what Robert Frost said. He said, home is the place where when you go there, they have to take you in. That's pretty good, isn't it? Because home is where you belong. Who made it so? Who put home in man's heart? Who put in us instinctively the idea that there is some place where we belong, some place where we should be? May I say the Creator did that. God Almighty gave animals a habitat, but he made man a home. It was God who created the garden and put Adam and Eve in it, and I believe even put that place in their heart. When you answer the question about who made home home, you find the true meaning of home. You see, home is where God is. That's not just heaven. No, no. You can be at home in God wherever you are. Home is him. It's not a place. It's a person. It is It is being right with God, nothing between, at home in the Lord. I make all of this emphasis because we're turning our attention for just a few days to my favorite Bible story. Perhaps it's your favorite. Maybe when we're done, it will be one of your favorites. But it is for sure one of the most famous of Christ's parables, and it's found in Luke chapter number 15. It is commonly referred to as the parable of the prodigal son. Now, before we're finished, I hope you'll see that it really is not about the son. It's more about the father. And that it is really not just about the prodigal. There is, in fact, a great principle that God is teaching through the whole passage of Luke chapter number 15. It's not just the story of Luke 15. It is the story of the whole Bible. It's the story of man. It's the story of God's heart to bring all of us home. You see, if you go all the way back to the book of Genesis, what did Adam and Eve do? They left home. Someone said, you mean when they were driven out of the garden? Oh, no, before that, they left home. The moment they sinned, the moment they allowed something to come between them and God, they left God's holy, conscious, beautiful, glorious presence. So sin causes us to depart, to wander, to rebel, to search all of our lives aimlessly. Adam and Eve left home. Well, what did the Lord Jesus Christ do? Oh, I love this. The Lord Jesus Christ left his home and came to earth 
so that he could bring us home. In fact, listen to the orphan cry of the Lord Jesus on the cross. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? His orphan cry. Why did our Lord Jesus Christ have to go to that place in order to bring us home? He was forsaken so we could be restored. He left that wonderful fellowship he had enjoyed from eternity past in order to bring every one of us back into fellowship. There's nothing sadder than to be homeless. There's nothing sicker than to be homesick. And there's nothing sweeter than to be home. Now, before we come to the actual story in Luke chapter number 15, we've got to lay the groundwork, the foundation, because every text has a context and every story has a setting. So let's begin at the start of Luke chapter number 15, where the Bible says this, Luke 15 verse 1, Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them, and he spake this parable unto them. Now let's just pause there for today, because uh, the Lord is about to say a lot. In fact, he's going to give three parts to the parable. We'll look at them more. You may want to read ahead in Luke chapter 15. I would encourage you to do that. Now, there's the story of a lost sheep, there's a story of a lost coin, and then the story of the lost boy. And in fact, all three are connected. They're not really three uh, different stories. They're one story in three parts. This is the story of the lost. But notice the, the group that he's speaking to. This is extremely important because at the beginning of verse number one, the Bible says that the publicans and sinners drew near unto him to hear him. So the worst elements of society, at least in their estimation, the, the tax collectors and the harlots and uh, the people that were most despised, the outcasts, the untouchables, they drew near to Christ. Oh, what a beautiful picture. Aren't you glad the Lord Jesus Christ is approachable? You know, sometimes uh, men, well-known people, uh, even religious people can be so unapproachable not so of our Savior. He's the approachable Christ. They drew, drew near to him. Uh, can you hear the words of James when he says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. These publicans and sinners uh, were coming home. They wanted to hear what does Jesus have to say. And in verse number two, the Pharisees and scribes began to murmur. That always happens, doesn't it? When God is at work, Satan is fighting. Uh, when people are seeking the Lord, uh, then the enemies of good and right always poke their ugly heads up. And isn't it fascinating? It's the religious crowd in God's way. Dear Lord, don't let us be religious people in God's way. So you basically have two groups. On one hand, you have publicans and sinners. On the other hand, you have Pharisees and scribes. And here's the, the spiritual reality. They're all sinners. So you've got non-religious sinners and you've got religious sinners but all the sinners need Jesus. Jesus is standing in the midst of all these sinners. He's reaching to both groups. In fact, in the story of the lost sheep, in the story of the lost coin, in the story of the lost boy, what he's actually going to explain is that all sinners need Jesus. So if you're one of the outcasts, if you're far, far away from God, and you realize it, Jesus says, you can come home. And if you think you're what you ought to be and you're full of yourself and full of pride 
and full of your religion, but you'll finally recognize that your heart is bankrupt and sinful and needy, then you too can come home. He's, he's reaching to all of the sinners because all sinners need Jesus. I love the, the closing criticism these Pharisees and scribes said. They said, this man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. And I want to pause and say, yes, praise God, he certainly does. Aren't you glad that Jesus receives sinful men? That instead of pushing us away, holding us at arm's length, he seeks us, he draws us, he reaches for us, and he willingly, gladly receives us. I wonder today, uh, have you received the Lord Jesus? Have you come to him in simple repentance and faith and been received into his family? Oh, you can be. In fact, he not only receives sinners, he eats with them. He fellowships with them, relationship and fellowship. Hear the words of Jesus in Revelation 3.20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Because Jesus Christ came to bring all the sinners home. The only time in Scripture when God is in a hurry is when he is pursuing sinners. Thank God for his heart for us and may many more sinners come home to him. Each week, Scott works to provide helpful resources for you. And one of those resources is his weekly devotional articles on a wide array of subjects, from helps to the family, current events and trends, daily Christian living, and much more. Be sure to visit enjoyingthejourney.org and subscribe to the newsletter so that these helpful resources will come straight to your inbox. We are grateful to have you join us each week. And may God bless you today as you enjoy the journey.